There's only one place you can get all your anime news, anime info, and have a fun anime conversation. This program is brought to you by Black and Studios Anime Network. A little bit of anime is up next. Hey guys, it's Elijah 5000 here, and I know things are a little bit different, but we're asking for an intern today, so there's no Otaku Student Council, there's no student uh, class schedule, we are just looking for one of our loyal and faithful listeners or watchers to help out moderate the show, do some admin things, some things that we can't get through throughout the week because our jobs and our lives have become a little bit more hectic, so if you want to intern for the show, send an email to lil.bit.o.anime at gmail.com or contact us on our social medias, a little bit of anime for the official Facebook page or Bitto Anime on Instagram and Twitter. So without further ado, let's head right into the recap for this week's episode. Hey, 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 it's a beautiful day. Let's talk about some anime. We are starting this season out with well-rounded anime schedule. We will be bringing you the best slice of life, mecha, thriller, and action-packed anime all year long. Last time on A Little Bit of Anime, our host pondered life's greatest questions. Which anime is stronger? Is there life after One Piece? What is the One Piece? Now they return to deliver more thought-provoking questions on this next episode of A Little Bit of Anime. Welcome for episode 102 of A Little Bit of Anime. I'm Elijah 5000, and with me I have... Maybe she's dead. I am. There I am. I'm here. Oh, there she goes. She's alive. I'm here. My mic is on. You never know. She comes in and she sits behind the mic and turns it off on herself. You you don't know why people do the things they do, but you just made you listen more, didn't it? Yeah, I just did it though. Didn't it? I I don't feel like it did. I felt like you had to listen harder to hear me. So. Ah, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> people are like, ah, the absence, the absence of that voice. Where but is she there at? should she... be something there. Like, yeah. Hey. Happy Wednesday. Hey. Happy. Happy. Is Happy Wednesday like a, a thing? Well, let's make it a thing. Why not? I'm just asking. Like, I never, I never have like, a, like happy in a day. I feel like. I don't know if that goes together. Uh, Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's not well, like a Don't ha- you have happy days when the shows that you love release? Like today is a great um, day because the next episode of Full Metal Panic is out. On what? Uh, well, I mean, those were my good days when there were more episodes. Of oh, okay. Yeah. I, well, I just wanted to clarify that show's never coming out again, folks. Like no matter don't you what dare. she says. It's, don't it's you a, dare. A, we need a season five. The love progression of that show is as about as fast as it is in Card Captor. So because they have like these ridiculously long pauses, like I have so much build up where I become fanatic about it. Like the show's great; it needs more. Because the the team that's doing it is like, should we even keep doing this show? Should we even? This is like 
can't we just go do some Gundam stuff at this point? And they're like, no, no, Monica's going to talk about this show. Yes, they know that they need to keep Monica's going to talk about this show. So we're going to hiatus for about two years and then come back with three episodes and a six month hiatus and come back with the final two. And then I will talk about he's going to he's going to touch her hair. (laughs) <laughs> that i i don't i was so I excited i'm like oh they held hands yeah and i was like that's that's all they did like this season of dragon ball like they had a tournament uh goku realized <laughs> ultimate instinct his friends over there yeah Android but goku doesn't know what a kiss is he has no idea so skates way is... past him in experience okay, let's, he's gone to hand talk about intentional hand holding but... Let's talk about this very quickly. Like, folks, this is an anime podcast. We're here to educate you, (laughs) have fun, talk about the things that we love. And there are certain things I just don't understand. Like, I've been watching um, Sailor Moon, um, even, what was I watching today? Um, Seven Deadly Sins on Netflix. And then there was also something else I was watching. I I was looking at the subtitles versus the English dub. And it's just like, I just don't know what we can do to catch up and make these narrative just translate smoother because some of the stuff that's just said is just like give us an example like what what did you hear see um god i don't know what the craziest thing was um let's see the last thing i was watching really hardcore was seven deadly sins and i think it was something like uh just like a phrasing and in Japanese culture, and we've talked about this before, saying I like you is like the epitome of like, I, I'll love you forever. Mm-hmm. Ever. It's not something I love you is not something that's very that's said a lot, if at, at, at all in Japanese culture. So to see them talk to the people. Hello, people. There are still people that can see me. OK, I didn't know we were still live. Well, apparently Elijah just got booted. So Ah, he was telling us about what anime he watched. Recently, I was watching, uh, I think it was... Yeah, he's joining back in. Keep he's back going. in? Yeah. Okay. I think he was talking about this last time. It was uh, Nozaki-kun? Nozaki-kun? Magi- uh, hmm, monthly girl? Nozaki-kun. It's about a high school boy. calm down boy. over there? Oh, good. Oh, good. You're back. She was doing what a good co-host do. <laughs> I was filling airtime. To a blank void of nothing. It was terrifying. <laughs> Sorry, Frieza escaped and I had to like instant <laughs> transmission out of here. So I'm back. Why now. didn't you say um, something? I didn't get that energy read. I like hey, that. When, whenever, <laughs> whenever there's a villain, you don't have time to be like, hey, Monica, I got to stop the show. I'm like, boom. Yeah, hey, Frieza, you need to, hey, here's some gummy that bears. That explains why it got so dark outside. Yeah. Did you, you summon Shadow? Uh, new underwear. You know, when I got oh. there, you know, Frieza was looking uh, kind of kind of a little bit too, too much. Yeah. But now I was like, you know what? This is what I signed up for. Got to do my job. Boom. <laughs> Powerpuff <laughs> Girls. Here we go. Boom. Just and, like uh, that. Just like that. So and back uh, back to the podcast that we were talking about. You were telling us about a show yeah, you've been watching. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'll try not to run off. I'll try to mention something if I can. But again, villainery. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. So, um, villains. Oh, I was saying the last thing that I was watching was Seven Deadly Sins and trying to translate love, uh, from how it's broadly used again. Mm-hmm. Um, something like trying to just dis- you have Bond and Elaine, then you have Meliodas and Elizabeth, and you have Deanne and King, and all of, they're in this battle 
uh, after Zeldris. Well, I don't want to spoil anything if you guys haven't seen the latest season that's on Netflix right now. But it's like, um, this is with his brother. Yes, this is one of Zeldris or Miliotis's brother or his surrogate brother because. Even stuff like that, you hear like the Demon King in the background talking about, bring me my son. And he's like, are you are you going easy on him because he's your kid? And they're like, the king can't, surely can't be going easy on Meliodas because he's a son, like just phrasing like that. But then it's stuff where love is more, it's drawn out, the explanation like, man, you know, you'll never understand what this is, Meliodas. And, and then in English, it's like, well, he'll never understand this because my heart feels this way and her heart is that way. And because of that, we have bound together in an endless, and this is what's going to make me strong. And I'm like, dude, that doesn't go with anything that's being said right now in the subtitles. It's adding extra narrative that is throwing things off in the middle of this battle. And it doesn't even sound like it plays. So it's just stuff like that. So when we're talking about these shows, when we're talking about things we watch, uh, keep in mind some of it, there's some societal differences as there but those are yeah. some of the reasons that we love these we, shows yeah. and series yes yeah um but again like i said like the hand holding is... being a big deal but then there's also shows that you get to like i i saw on your list that you've been watching a little bit of a uh, um yeah this dungeon only for me yeah so... i mean that's every man's have you heard i don't know if we wanted to talk about this in news segment or not there's been this big controversy about um redo of healer have you have you been hearing about that Mm. i saw something but i didn't look into it yet because there's been a lot of controversy on a lot of things so Mm -hmm. what's going on with that uh redo of healer had it's a very grown-up second episode and people have had all kinds of different feelings about it um and for good reason on both sides. So it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's one that I'm also conflicted like, on whether or not. What do, you, what do you mean grown up? Because like. Like uh, Goblin Slayer. Like there's things in it that make me feel like when watching episode one of Goblin Slayer. And just like, I don't okay, think that's so... okay. Like I, I get I get why that if you cross mm-hmm. Goblin Slayer and Rise of the Shield Hero together. What about uh, Rise of the Shield Hero? Like the slave? The part where he was treated it? so badly by these people. Oh. And these people are really horrible, awful people. But then he you goes just, like, back. Kinda... Okay, gotcha. And he, gotcha. he wants to yeah. treat them just as horribly. And, and he does so. Dude, that is like the American way. An eye for an eye, right? Well, I he, just maybe watch the episode before you like completely jump into saying that. <laughs> I just, yeah. It's just some of it you're um, just like, okay, that's... Uh, it's just yeah. too much for the viewer. Uh, well, I remember reading I like... the manga and not being that affected, but watching the <laughs> anime, I was just like, oh, oh, yeah, maybe I should question a few more things that I was reading at the time. It was, it was different. I wanted to yeah, see if you had like an opinion I, I on it yet. Mm, I haven't seen that yet, so I'll, I'll watch it and then give you my opinion. But like for Goblin Slayer, they were like, it had made such a wave in the anime community that uh, they put a disclaimer on it. And then I saw this disclaimer the other night on Attack on Titan, and I saw a disclaimer on something else I was watching. I was like, you already know what you came here for. You already know what these shows are about. Attack on Titan, people are getting eaten and killed, arms bitten off. So disclaimer, like, 
at this point in time, I feel like that's kind of wasted for well, maybe add some berserk into it too. But Berserk was different than all of them, though. Like, because I'm not even like when everybody was comparing Goblin Slayer to Berserk, and I was like, it's just that one part. Like, I've like really like you could see that on Fist of the North Star in the middle of the day on the episode, like episode <laughs> three, episode ten, episode twelve. Like, <laughs> rape, rape was a big thing for Shonen, and the category of Shonen has changed over the years. But that was one scene that I thought it was going to be a lot worse than what it was, and then they really didn't revisit that stuff you know that a couple characters do get raped in the series or they are captured and they're they're tortured for whatever and adds to it but it was nothing like berserk berserk was just like berserk was berserk was raw booty butt cheeks and blood and like him hacking off his own arm to get out of there and like it was it was a pool of blood and bodies everywhere that's not the same you remember the first time you watched that part of berserk like like that day stays oh, with I'm, you. Like I know exactly how that day the old felt. Old art style. Oh yeah, like yeah. everything was better with the old art style. Baki, Claymore, and then they updated oh, it. Oh, Claymore was great. Like CGI. Oh yeah, and it it looks bad, but not as bad as it did because somebody had to take time and draw. And when you read the manga, you're like, that's some demented stuff you drew, but. <laughs> It like another title to watch or read where there's like a lot of things like a lot of Junji Ito, mm-hmm. uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, oh, yeah, even the yeah, curses yeah. that they have that are all turned. They actually have an Uzumaki in there, like as one of um, the main villains' attacks. Like all of the demon, the four thousand demon he's created. That's his final attack is Uzumaki, and it's a spiral. And there's a lot of <gasps> dedication like to that. Yeah, and then Chainsaw Man as well, uh, just like different uh, devils, like this hotel devil is chasing him, and it's like all these body parts that have morphed into one, and it also plays on your fears and manipulates your emotions. So there, there's a lot of stuff there where you get, and those are kind of, I feel like those are creepier. Those are more twisted than yeah. just those one clips but i think that might be what you're saying for rehealer is like it's got something to where you look at it or you watch i think and, like, and i think it's going to persist like there's only the two episodes out and it's like i, I mm. think this is going to persist throughout the whole show and i was like i that's an interesting choice well, to choose this this specific title for animation like but people a lot of um, platforms are dropping it completely like they will not air it you know, I find that so interesting with the like with the with, amount of stuff that they will air. Like it, it's interesting that yeah, this is with the what they're not. Yeah, with the cat. <clears throat> okay, so let's kind of let's skip the news and go to anime because <laughs> the new titles I've been watching, like the first episodes, yeah. and just because these are like short, they are very like hardcore kind of edgy. So in anime, like a, a theme that I, uh, one that I want to talk about. Uh, I don't want to go straight down the list, Buck. Uh, armor shop for ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was That's the looking one I at this one. About. I was wanting to start it, so I'm eager to hear about it. Yeah, so these are uh, four-minute episodes, and there's really no description that you can find because it is kind of based off a little um, a video game, and it's, it's very reminiscent of Pokemon. So each episode starts off with the video game, version and then it goes into the shop and the shop is owned by this man whose dream is to sell sexy uh armor for adventuresses 
And so it's just it's a shop where any adventurers can go in and get her armor. So the very first scene, this girl runs into this guy in the video game, and it reminds me a lot of uh, Code Monkey. If you ever remember watching that on G Four, yeah. they have that on uh, Peacock now. You can watch that if you have Peacock. And um, you still there? I'm here. Okay, there we go. For Peacock or for for this show, once it goes in, he bumps to this girl. He goes into the shop, and when he goes into the shop, this is what I'm talking about. The girl is on the counter with her legs spread, and the guy, the guy's head is down in her crotch. And he walks in, and, and he kind of walks. And he opens the door, and he's looking. He's like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" And they see him. He's like, "Oh, it's a pervert." And he's checking her armor, but all the armor is sexy armor. So this guy's like, "What?" what's going on here? He's like, oh, this is my shop and she works here and she works here for a reason. I, I do this because I feel all of interests need sexy armor. So it's just this four minute episode, four minute uh, show. And it's always like just comedy and goofy etchiness. But it's like, if you can show that and his head, like, yes, she has a dress on, but her legs are just like spread Eagle right around his head in the very first shop. It's like, hmm. who works there? Yeah, suggestive themes are are like what crosses the line here because mm-hmm. that could be inter like if the whole series is like that just because it's four minutes and not twenty three minutes per episodes, and let's say each series is twelve and twelve, it doesn't make a difference. You still have that suggestiveness for mm-hmm. a pure four minutes. Or, and I'm saying it's a good, it's funny, it is a funny show, uh, and I'm enjoying it. Uh, you guys can check it out on Crunchyroll. Um, but the one that we were talking about, the hidden dungeon, only I, <laughs> I can like enter. that you're watching that now. It is because we also can talk about it again later in the segment when we talk about our, our uh, bit of Academy. Because yes. it leads it straight is. to exactly what this show is. It is fan service. It does. It, it's it's very. It, yes, it is. Uh, so this one, I actually have a synopsis for and it. it pretty well describes i love the internet the interaction between our main character and his family in the very beginning but it says the hidden dungeon is a place of legend where uh, rare treasures and items are hidden nor the third son yeah nor the third son of an imp- impoverished noble uh, noble family who's lost uh, one job offer he had uh, was lucky enough to hear about this dungeon he then acquires a skill that allows him to create bestow and edit skills and in order to use it he needs to accumulate points by carrying out such tasks as eating delicious meals and doing sexual things with alluring members of the opposite sex. Now leave a, and live so, a hedonistic lifestyle is like what they say. Go get yes, your points that way. And his sister is kind of like, she's yeah, like, yeah. they take up the the main roles of the parents basically in the house because and if the dad's like oh is you just saying that you're just saying that so easy now there's no hesitation he's like oh i'm a piece of shit dad or he's like you know just like bad mouthing mm-hmm. them because he lost his job but now he has to be this lecherous person and it's just like it doesn't look like he is, minds no why he's, he's got a dream dream job but right, it right? is like he honestly looks like he's happy in his situation right now yeah, and it is very, it could be another unnerving, unsettling show because it is high, uh, it is the it very is... lightish version of high school. It's between Konosuba and High School DXD, right. I feel like. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good blend. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. needs only three a little more plot. Here, it does, and I feel like for the first three episodes, getting what we've got so far to see 
you know, what he wants to do and what he's willing to do or what he's doing, mm -hmm. all the characters that come in and all the people we're meeting, you know, it's, it's going to be pure comedy. But when, when you think about stuff like shows that had a lot of controversy, Erased had a lot of controversy, and then that became a live action mm -hmm. to tell that story. That was a very high, thrilling drama. You said, no, no, no. Well, you don't know, like, um, Goku Dolls, that was live action. Oh, that's so true. where's the line going to be drawn? Because that is uh, sexual orientation change and comedy, and then also Yakuza lifestyle, so thuggery, and then, like, all kind of debauchery. Like, where, where is the line? Because there's things, we see similarities between the shows that are getting hit and I think there's like one other one that got hit earlier this year and they continue to get hit where they're almost copies of shows that are already out or previously had been out and done their run. So, I mean, it's interesting, but these shows right now are again, fun, interesting, light, uh, kind of crazy to think that they would hit that hard and uh, like from the beginning. Mm -hmm. But the last one I've been watching, I think you guys should look at, and I talked two? about this before. Yeah, oh, yeah. This one reminds me of uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime because it's just comedy. Okay. It's a reincarnation story. Um, it is so I'm a spider. So what? So and it reads and I love the way that they did this, too, because the synopsis that Crunchyroll has and this is an exclusive to Crunchyroll it says I, the protagonist, was just an ordinary high school girl. But suddenly I was reincarnated as a spider monster in a fan fantasy world. Not only that, but I awaken in a dungeon filled with vicious monsters, armed with only my human knowledge and my overwhelming positivity. I'm forced to use spider webs and traps to defeat far stronger monsters just to stay alive. So begins the labyrinth survival story of a girl with incredible mental strength and living as one of the lowest rank beasts. And I'm, I'm like almost shot for shot. I feel like I was watching Lord Rimuru Tempest in the slime form you know, level up as he was eating things, but from the female perspective, and then she's like, oh, I should be able to do everything a spider can do. And then, oh, uh, poison resistance acquired after she got shot in the eye. And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm a spider. I have eight eyes. I don't have to just use these two and I can use my web. And she's just figuring things out. But you also find out some of the mysteries of this world are similar, like people getting taken to this world and, you know, being reincarnated as different beings and creatures. And there's more than just her and fantasy and fun so. so it could almost even take place in the same place as uh when i was reincarnated as a slime you would think so the because you want it kind of seems like the fighting is a little bit more high stakes but then it's almost like the same outcome kind of kill absorb get stronger or get a new deal and then you have the ai voice in your head so mm -hmm. it, it could kind of replace it but they do have two different tones where rimuru was like embracing this life and trying to live a life of equality you know after he saw what he saw and then you have this girl just trying to make it as a spider now this is i embrace my spider life but i have to figure out my life for kind of like freaky friday mm -hmm. hmm. so those are the three new series everything else i've been watching this is old school um but let's go back up to the news before we get into our uh, our, our segment two so do you want to take this first one so I'm really pleased with this first one that uh, we, because we were just mm -hmm. talking about the amazingness of Demon Slayer and how it's yes. like top charts and whatnot and how we think it might be a little unfair 
But at the same time, in its doing so, it has been able to completely um, switch over uh, the TV station that's been reporting it, which I think is Kansai TV. They were reporting mm-hmm. a loss for the first two. And of course, as an accountant, this is super interesting to me. They're reporting a loss <laughs> for like at least the first two quarters. And with Demon Slayer and a few other marketing choices, but even they say like mainly because of Demon Slayer, we are able to flip that from having a loss in the first half of the year to making a profit, not even just breaking even, but making a profit for the entire year total in 2020. So yay for them. And thank you, uh, Anime, of course, saving the day. As like always, we know it can it ev- all the time, all the time. As it does. Just one more Dude. example to present to the people. Yeah, and again, like again, piggybacking on last week, the the numbers, the that Crunchyroll that led to uh, um, Crunchyroll being acquired by Sony and several other like Peacock coming out and having their anime selection. It, it's it's all about anime. It does save the day, mm-hmm. um, but also. Was this Ikone Shimizu's uh, medical manga series Cells at Work ends today. So the last story in the series was revolved around the coronavirus and it ended yesterday, January 26th. This was from um, Crunchyroll by Daryl Harding. Um, Popular comedy biology manga series Cells at Work created by Akane Shimizu ended its run on the weekly Shonen Jump today with the release of the March 2021 issue. The final, uh, yeah, the final two-part story looked at the new coronavirus and its uh, internal effects on the body from the perspective of the characteristics in the series. The sixth and final volume of Cells at Work will be released in Japan on February 6th. And there's some nice artwork that went along with it. And then there's also a post from their Twitter page at shonen underscore uh, s-i-r-i-u-s just click there or go there on twitter and you can see this last uh link about the end of cells at work and actually has a clip from or an actual screenshot from the manga uh description of the character and then their cover of each one of the characters giving their salute on their way out which is cool because the show reminded me of like uh, the early days when you know cartoons were trying to teach you something or they'd have like little series like that you could PSA. go episode yeah. by episode. So, yeah. I liked, I Even think Bobby's I liked world was like that kind of. Mm, <laughs> yes. man and she were like every time there'd be like something at the end like, hey, hey kids. <laughs> like today, mm. today we had a lot of fun, but we also learned. And knowing is half the battle. The, uh, the what? I was going to say that masks can save lives. Like we're just kind of putting Exactly. That out there. They definitely can. Uh, the Cells at Work manga and its spinoffs uh, are begin- being released in English on the Kodanshia uh, uh, comics and the five volumes currently released. You can find them on Viz Media as well. Um, just watch it. And I think the spinoff series Code uh, or it's right. Cells at Work Code Black um, will begin airing in Japan TV soon and be streamed on like according services, which... I'm waiting to see what uh, Sony's going to do and when they're going to switch everything over because you'll be able to just find everything on one platform and won't have to do this like little uh, little dance back and forth. But um, did nice. you did you want to hear about the LGBTQ news? Yeah. 
Okay, so this will be the last thing. This came up today by Megan Peters on uh, Comic Book, the uh, comicbook.com, their anime s- section. Toy Animation earns backlash after refusing labor talks with LGBTQ union rep. Um, Toy Animation has uh, found itself in hot waters with fans around the globe over the controversial label dispute, uh, labor dispute. The company is one of the biggest animation brands in Japan and handles series like Dragon Ball, uh, One Piece, and Bleach, and several other series. However, its global reputation has taken a hit after YouTube News reported uh, on Toye's refusal to do a labor negotiations with the uh, local union. The refusal was sent forward as Toye accused the union's representative of using a false name after being informed the spokesperson went by a name that better suited their gender identity. According to Anime News Networks, Toye, you should just like... I don't know. Maybe we'll, well, we'll wait. We'll wait. Uh, the rep, the representative was accused of using a false name during labor negotiations. The union rep identifies as ex gender, meaning uh, they are neither male nor female, so they do not go by their birth name. In light of the uh, revelation, Toye sent the union a letter which uh, dead names the representative and accusing them of uh, majorly damaging the relationship of trust between Toye Animation and the labor union. Uh, the rep has since responded to being degrading uh, to the degrading letter by saying their name has no merit in their negotiations with Toye. The union is representing a former union a unit director at the animation studio who says they were unfairly demoted. The union worker says the case at hand regards the animator and their gender identity has no part of the discrimination. Um, in the first place, uh, there are many married people who work under an alias, and the name I use for collective uh, bargaining has nothing to do with the name of my family registration, the union rep told uh, Yahoo uh, News. So, yeah, Toye is not, it's not looking good. It's not looking good today. Um, yeah, the last, this is the last little bit for me, just looking at my family registry, uh, name is painful uh, to be on the receiving end of such a discriminating act by a company made me feel disappointed, sadness, and pain. So, yeah, you got to back that shit up, Toye, because they they about to take Goku from you. Goku about to be sitting over Where's here in California people? with his yeah. feet up. <laughs> about to be um, maybe Goku he'll go to Sorba. Sentai. Mm. Can you imagine a Sentai yeah. version of Dragon Ball? That'd be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least but it's like Kato Kaba uh, uh, yeah <laughs> are are you really like that where like hey I'm from the the LGBT I'm the rep the union rep like oh it says you know Margaret here you look like a Mark <laughs> oh yeah I go by Margaret ah, yeah we're gonna have to send you back yeah you say, hey, it's not gonna work like, all you do is like, hey, is this your representative? Call over. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Sorry. Didn't mean to like, you know, it's COVID times. We don't want somebody crazy coming back because that could that should be the only reason. Like, it's COVID times. It's COVID times. That's it. I don't. Yeah. I don't want you in here. Like, you know, you, we know the crazies and shit. But if you coming in here and you ain't supposed to be here and you got COVID, you got to go. But this this is. <sighs> we were making such great strides with Dragon Ball Super, the manga, and so good. Yeah, 
Uh, but that wraps up the news. Let's take a little Stop bit of a break and we'll come back with segment two of a little bit of anime. We'll be right back with the show. Don't know what tomorrow holds? Wondering if you'll run into your true love? Wondering what new and tasty food ingredients will be found? Come on down and have your fortune told by one of the four heavenly kings, King Coco. With a 97% accuracy rating, the future is as good as yours to control. <sighs> the one thing I hate is having to find a new roommate. I mean, will they be clean or messy slob? Will they pilfer the fridge and eat my food? Or will they buy their own? Do they stink? All these questions may rack your mind and make you want to pull out your hair, but not anymore. Just call 1-800-ROOMMATE, that's 1-800-766-6628, and we'll send you the perfect roommate. Whatever your specifications, be it human or animal, we will cater to your needs to satisfy your needs for the perfect roommate. Again, just call 1-800-766-6628 today. And we are back. I did I not like come in just... too early that time. I feel so happy. <laughs> I'm actually like posting on uh, Twitter now because I forgot to earlier. You know, I'm living like a post free life kind of like whenever my posts come in, they come in or, like it's not scheduled anymore. I have to just do the live mic. myself. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. But we are back, and we're taking it back since this is Way episode. Back. Oh yeah, one hundred two. We had to go back to a bit of anime academy, um, where we go in and deep dive into some of the things and answer some of the questions that you have. Now, one of the things we had a couple of people in last week's episode, um, whether on the YouTube page or in chat or reaching out to us, like, "Hey, what is this? What does that mean? Um, do you only cover shonen, or what does that mean?" And so. I want to take time to just break down a couple of things for you and give you some examples of uh, those different type of anime classes. So this is the introductory class to anime classes. Take it away, Monica. Hi, welcome to our introductory class on new anime terms. And today we're going to be discussing fan service. Yes. Did we lose yeah, everybody? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Like you froze for a No, second. no. I just I thought you were gonna like uh, serve like um uh what's the name like Do you feel like you're fat? Get up off <laughs> that uh, that that tush and do Stop. those legs. I, yeah. <laughs> Simmons. <tech. laughs> yeah. No, I thought fans. you were getting ready to get up and, and do some of that. I would, but the microphone's here and it'd be really weird and awkward trying mm. to stay in you know into the vocal hey, space. We don't take no for an answer here. A little bit of anime. We take. I'll try. Um, exactly. Just yeah, like so fan service is basically, like, if you boil it down, it's just, it, it's, um, it's little, it has little plot redeeming value, but it makes the viewers sit up and take notice. So it's, uh, it's usually a sexual fan service is, uh, quite easy to find in anime. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, it's not just the fan service that you love. We need to broaden this for everybody. Like fan service I think that's other the people. most typical one that you find is that kind of fan service. I feel like that's a you thing. Um it's it's it might be, but it's also in the like the design of the costumes, um the broady proportions that they carry. Uh 
also the plot line can be just totally for fan service by putting the main character into these highly irregular, unlikely, fortuitous situations. situations. Yes. Precarious. Precarious. And then Precarious usually situations. failing at them spectacularly. Yeah, it's like... Uh, they want to like, want. It's something like... Um, yeah, how would you explain fan service? Yeah. Since obviously mine is skewed to a certain genre. Well, no, like thinking of yours, like you have the inverse of it too, because I was thinking of the episode of Konosuba that released last year, and or at least I caught up with it last year, and it was um, uh, our main character. He was in between uh, this female character's booze, but you find out that she's transgender in the process and the way that they handle that they, they they go through that whole process of it being edgy and it's something that he likes and he's like huh what and she's like oh yeah this and that she continues to explain about herself and it goes into this whole other portion and then you have just regular fan service where it might be like um a girl you know bending over for a drink of water or getting mm-hmm. a book and some guy kind of leaning over dynamics yeah. in a lot of things oh dude high school the dead when he shot the bullet through yeah, the boobs yeah. like that was completely fan service but also an awesome <laughs> shot so, like, yeah like they put these moments in high climax high moments or just comedy moments and they, they blend them together so that's what you get like oh but i would also you know, you say like or in high school host club is a lot of oh, fan yeah. service like that's like very mm-hmm. girly fan service like come me kiss like oh they just like these guys that just know what to say. Like, yeah, oh, that's 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 the other kind of fan service you can get. It's a little yeah, harder because it it's not as visual. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be like vigi, visual, etchy stuff. It could just be physical comedy, mm-hmm. you know, and it could lean kind of into tropish territory more yeah. so than fan it's more service. like here, here's your trope setting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that also brings us to something else that's highly used and sometimes overused in some series some would say bleach has overused it some would say that dragon ball overused it some would you say know, traveling overused it. from earth to yeah from earth dynamic naruto but these are one all piece. still top tier series yes yes one piece uh has a lot of a lot of fillers but fillers refers to the story inside the anime that is not in the manga so or original source about, uh-huh because a lot of anime is coming from light novels now yeah that is true um and i would say like there's there are some filler in manga that make it to the anime Mm -hmm. but what they're talking about is mainly like canon and not canon yeah so uh i was talking to ovas actually fall outside of canon here's a good deal we talked about dragon ball super and what was happening next? Like Goku gets this. Well, actually, I don't think they talked about it on air. But Goku and Vegeta are taking their paths now. There are there's a level above Whis, which is an angel. There's levels to Ultra Instinct, and then there's also a way that Vegeta can surpass Ultra Instinct or get a power greater than Goku's that doesn't have to follow the the rights of an angel. And so when you're looking at that and you talk about filler, like you said, filler can be OVA. We've always seen Goku and Vegeta ascend to a new level and wait at that level or train for a while so or get some fights then to level them up uh one of the questions or things that i heard was like well goku's getting this new level and he hasn't really had to earn it well in between everything is the same thing when he did kaioken 
the OVA Lord Slug came out and that was our filler, which held us over between basically Goku fighting Nappa and Vegeta and going to Namek because the next one was uh, Cooler's Revenge where we got to see Goku go Super Saiyan for the second time after he ascended to Super Saiyan mm -hmm. and beat Frieza. So you have these OVA fillers that fill in and give you context like, oh, this was the next battle for Goku, but technically it's not canon because it's not in the manga, but it still fills in those portions. And because we were trying to figure out why we have all these films that take place in between the series that are never really mentioned. Included, yeah. And it's just to show growth for that character. Because we got into a heavy shonen deal like, oh, well, these characters get power and then there is the next power. Well, no, you have the OVAs, you have the manga, those things sub in for essentially the filler where you're missing the other backstory. Like we were talking about Dr. Stone at the beginning or before the show, that uh, nine chapter arc telling about the father, that's the filler that they didn't fill in in season one, telling that story between Senku and his dad. So again, uh, we Monica hit fan service. The second anime class is filler things that are not in the manga that you find in the anime like Goku and Piccolo uh, taking driver's lessons um, the whole <laughs> a lot of things that happen in the rescue Sasuke arc. half um, half of the original yeah, Naruto series like about 230 episodes exactly bleach uh, all those episodes in soul society yeah. you know when, but you again fairy tale not very fillers, many honestly I'll give them that yeah, fairy tale kind of sticks to that trajectory. If there's a film, that film is filling in. Uh, I remember going to the premiere too, and you're like, "Oh, so that that makes sense." Like I'd already finished up the manga. Like that's what I was missing. So, but you have these fillers in every every anime, every show. There may not be a lot. There may be one or two, but it's something many. that yeah, there's a high enough frequency that you're going to see them. So from today's masterclass, you learned about fan service and filler. Uh, do we want to head right into yeah. segment three or do, do we want to take another pause? Oh, okay. Uh, let's cue up the band then. It's time for uh, Sailor Universe to make her entrance. <laughs> mm -hmm. You just mm -hmm. shiver over there? Well, I thought there was music. It's supposed to be music, but it's not. That's okay. Oh. Is so your communicator pad on the front? It's not playing. That's it. I'll okay. do the voice work for it. I'm, I can do that. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Universe cosmic power make up. I kind of like that. But I need an echo. And then there's like though. music and like a dance. And my nail polish changes. It's great. You get lipstick. Yeah. Which, if you, you guys haven't seen Fate, okay. If you guys haven't seen Fate on um, Netflix yet, it's about the fairies. Uh, they totally have a Sailor Moon transformation, and it is Bro. everything I've needed in my life. Did you not hear what Buck just did, though? He, he added the, the echo. echo on there. Yeah, so when she does the makeup, I had to you hit that echo again. Make up. Okay. And I, I found the music in the dock. Is it not pulling up? It's not pulling up on my end. That's the issue. Oh, yeah. man. I'm clicking on it. And okay. It's just like YouTube is loading. You know, and I forgot about that, too. When you hit it, I said, bro, he throw that in there right there. Okay. okay. Let's try it again. All right. One more time. Like, 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 like this, this is, is the, the first, first time. time. <laughs> Universe, Universe cosmic, cosmic power, power make, make up. There we it go. It needs the music. It needs like the trilling music it to does. go with it. And you know, I had the music going on this side too. It sounds was it great? Good, yeah. Was it great with yeah. the music? Great, awesome. It is. 
Phenomenal. You'll have to imagine it in your head, people. It's wonderful. There's like sparkles Pretty, in the background. Now you have to do it in do it in Japanese. She sounds like Miss Swan. Pretty booty nails alone. Makeup. Serena doing nails on the side, earning like money to go to the arcade and get donuts and stuff. Which um, I did okay, watch so, all of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, uh, and that's exactly what it felt like. It was the best. Dude. It's, the best. It Ballet fighting. <laughs> uh, so in the Sailor Universe Compact, we give you two anime to hold you over to next week's show. Now, this is a special week for you because last week we had a show, and then boom, we didn't even make you wait two weeks until this show. But here's two more anime titles that you can mm-hmm. watch. Uh, the first recommendation is Shin... Sakai Yuri from the New World. And you can find this on VRV or Crunchyroll. Um, five children living in the future are the protagonists. The story begins when they are 12 years old and starting their lives at an advanced school to learn the cursed power of telekinesis. Now, this one I did not think was going... It, it's kind of what we were talking about earlier, that creepy vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot more going on than what you think. Uh, and it's fun. It just it just draws you in. So that's going to be my recommendation for you guys is Shin Sakai Yuri from the New World. Crunchyroll and VRV. Sweet. So um, mine was actually given to me from Valerie. She it was reaching so in through. And she is recommended to me, and I'm forwarding it on to everyone else, Akudama Drive. Mm. And I think you've watched it, haven't you? I think you Not I all of it. Before. I have. I saw like the the guns, and then I I saw like uh, the intro, which was in all neon, which was crazy because mm-hmm. it had like the veins in neon and stuff. And I saw like the weapons, the swords, and I was like, this kind of reminds me of uh, 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 Hidora mixed with a little bit of cyberpunk, and then just like the back yeah, end of it, Outlaw Star. It's super stylized and looks really good. Yeah. So I'm excited to Coolie, watch it. Coolie-ish. So I wanted to share it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, better than fully, coolie. yeah, yeah. You said what? Better than fully, coolie. The but. soundtrack, the opening, the ending is really good. Okay, and I didn't expect okay. both. If, of them if to that's be what good. you're calling fully, coolie ish, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I need to have something that draws me. If it's going to be weird or it's going to be neo post apocalyptic or futuristic or super stylized, mm-hmm. you know, Kinda ultra samurai stuff. Yeah, I want to have good music that draws me in, which uh, Cannon Busters on Netflix did that for me. It was it had a Western feel, but is also a dystopian slash. Oh, no. Did oh, we? That was my fault again. Did we lose Elijah? Oh, no. Well, I know we are getting close to our time. So no, you're fine. We... We're okay. about to bring him back. We'll okay. Bring, bring that dude back in here. Okay. Um. <clears throat> he is because he's talking about Akadama Drive. It also sounds like he was remembering almost uh, Gurren Logan with the post-apocalyptic deserty settings. There he is. Boom. Is he back? Yeah, he's back. To tell us about Akadama Drive and the stylized choices they've made, maybe. There he is. Okay, Are you, Elijah. Are you Hello. here? <laughs> there he yeah. is. So I was saying it felt that way because of, you know, the music and the atmosphere. And I and I feel like when we talk about anime, it's always about the atmosphere, how you're mm-hmm. feeling. Uh, yeah. So 
take that to heart, guys. Watch those two series until next episode. You got a lot. And if you missed last week's episode, you can find that on the YouTube channel, a little bit of anime, or on any of the pages. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to hit on before we got out of here, before we took this bird in for a landing? I'll make sure everyone takes their syllabus home so they can look through it, review it, let us know if there's any topics they would like us to see and approach, and uh, they know where to find us. They can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Bit of Anime, on Facebook at Little Bit of Anime, uh, also on YouTube at Bit of Anime, um, on all the podcast platforms, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Pandora. Um, and they can email yeah. us at little.bit.o.anime at gmail.com. Sounds good. I have one more question for you guys. Mugen versus Goemon. Uh, Captain Yami of the Black Bulls gets to train Mugen for three months in perceived uh, hockey kind of. And then Zoro gets to train Mugen in hockey for three months. Who comes out the winner? Tell us next episode. Thank you. I'm Elijah 5000. I'm Monica Robinson. And let us brighten your day with a little bit of anime. Thank you so much for downloading the show. Monica and I appreciate it so much. You could have downloaded it from blackandstudios.com, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, wherever it is. But continue to show your love and support for downloading the show. And then also share it with your friends. Watch us live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000. And follow there on Sundays.